y'all welcome back we're here episode three season four of the mix table we're sitting down on this fine weekday afternoon with david x tyrone how are you feeling today uh 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 i'm feeling kind of silly like my name was tisa i'm finna come and hop on this beat and just eat up i'm finna eat up you finna have to catch up and when I hop on this beat, they know I wet up It's like I'm finna kill it, I cook it on a skillet The look the way I grill it, they say I gotta chill it Cause I'm way too cold, I've been bold It's like I had the paper, you know I never fold So, take a guess, you know what's next You know I guess, it's my boy David X So, we bout to take off, you know we coming soon We bout to be on another planet like we on the moon uh, I bring doom like the game You can't mess with us Cause we not the same We just some kings You can tell by our rings And we pulling up on them We got them things I'm super futuristic with the swag See I got all of it right in my bag Cause they say I'm too bad Like I'm Mike Jack Cause see I come out the jag And I just act uh, hey, I don't know where to go I'ma just keep up the with this show so prepare for another episode and everybody step your hand and let's go had to hop on in you know i'm about to get silly hey had to pop the can yeah you know it's getting fizzy hey. keep it moving keep it working been busy mm. Mm. you know i gotta go in, in the trees yeah hey. i'm flowing like the breeze yeah i gotta bend it over on the knees hey. gotta touch your toes yeah i said please uh. I always ask, never take it You know I'm going in, yeah, you know she gonna shake it Hey, uh, young it on the beat, I had to do it Hey, uh, Scooby-Doo, had to go and get a clue with it Hey, hey, you know I'm gonna be a fool with it Hey, had to go and get silly, cause that's how we do it Hey, hey don't uh, trip, hey, we in the mix Hey, yeah. so don't trip, uh, we in the mix So don't trip, we in the mix so let's cook it up and get lit. Hey, Woo. hey, yeah. How is it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of The Mixed Table. I am your host, Tyrone Chivers. Across from me is my co-host, my best friend, my producer, my co-host, my DJ, Mr. Young Seppi himself. Hello, hello, hello to all the beautiful people out there. Thank you once again for joining us here on the mix table. I say it every episode, but we got a good one here for you today. And by my side here today, our guest for today, the one and only, the special Mr. David X. Another round of applause, people. Another round of applause. It's good. David how you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling great, bro. Honestly, energy's up now. Yeah, feeling silly. Yeah, for sure. Feeling definitely real silly. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, man, thank you so much for coming by. I've given you your little introduction, but for the people out there who don't know who you are, tell them who you are and what it is that you do in the world. So, um, I'm David X, and put it short, I make music. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm an artist, and I'm also a producer, produced for a lot of different people, like Kenny Mason, David the Tragic, Jalil, like, um, Jelani Amani, just a lot of people. But, um, you know, and just also been really mainly putting out my own music lately so uh yeah produced for david x also so that's mm -hmm. <laughs> it's funny you started with that because i was going to talk about you know in the last time we spoke 
you know, you were, or at least as how you were marketing yourself, you were David X, the producer. You mm -hmm. were, you know. So, but now, since then, you've transitioned back into this more, I'm, I'm an artist, I make music on the whole front too, but a lot of people didn't know that that was actually you before exactly. you were the producer, David X. Mm -hmm. So talk about how this whole journey and journey back to, to now to where we are. Man, so I actually started like making beats because or producing because like I needed beats because I was an artist and I was rapping my own self. So um, then I just kind of fell in love with just producing and shit and it was just really... I, I kind of like kind of got obsessed with it and um really I really just start loved making music and just ended up making music with a lot of different people but um still I didn't really like fuck go fully completely in with like producing and kind of abandoning my artistry yeah. until like you know a little bit later when I started to kind of doubt myself a little bit more I got a little uh, a little more self-conscious about like you know my own music and maybe like you know second guessing myself a lot and i think that contributed a lot to uh me taking the back seat and me being more of the producer and the you know behind the scenes but now i think um i think it just feels right and it's definitely something i've always wanted to do for for like you know forever like ever since i was like a kid so mm -hmm. it's it's i think it's only right that i go ahead and make sure this make sure i do this because it's, it's it's a part of me and i would definitely want to share that with the world I'm glad and I'm happy to hear that. Now, have you had to deal with like, you know, whenever someone typically wants to go in a completely different direction artistically, you get a lot of people that are like, well, what? I thought you were this or why now all of a sudden do you want to do that? Did you have to like get a lot of people to come around? Was it a hard transition for a lot of people to now see you as an artist as well? So it is like a it is an uphill battle for sure, because, yeah, especially people who only see me as a producer. Um, and had no idea that I was even an artist beforehand. Um, they're just kind they kind of, it can throw people off and, you know, it can make people tune out, you know, just because they're not really, this is not what I came for. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, I'm still producing too. So that's like still a part of what I do, but yeah, it is like, like what basically to answer your question, it is like a uphill battle. And, um, I've definitely you know heard things about people like you know doubting me and um you know not really not really you know or just seeing people not really support it as much as my production stuff but mainly just because like i think the timing of everything when mm -hmm. um when i was really focusing on producing that's when a lot of things started moving yeah and a lot of the people around me started moving so uh, a lot of the the cool people that i met in that process they knew me as a producer but on the contrary to that, though, I think there has been a really, really good response to my artistry just because, yeah, people actually really like my music. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's not something I'm not really just starting from ground zero. Like, I know how to make music. Mm -hmm. I, I know how to record. I know how to rap. I know how to sing. I've yeah. done that for my whole life. So it's um, I I think people who don't who can't really or who aren't really giving me a chance it really is just that they're just not giving me a chance because i um it's not like i'm bad at it yeah <laughs> you know but uh but it's the support the support though the support side of it has been great it's been awesome and there's you know there's also people who only know me as artists now yeah yeah i bet that's crazy, crazy. it is yeah like, it's it's really cool honestly and then when they find out that i'm a producer it's like oh wow that's it's a nice surprise yeah i find it crazy that in a world where 
the Kanye West story happened, people still like hear producer artists and they're just like, ew, like I don't want that. And the craziest part is the producer artists usually make the best songs. Like they might not be the best rappers, but yeah. they make the best music because like they're not just like they're not single faceted like there's all these layers and all these components and yeah but i see it a lot i mean i've seen a lot of the people we've had on this show have at least dabble in production like mm-hmm. um and they all make cool ass music yeah so one day people are gonna start believing cause... yeah for sure and it's yeah it's 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 really hard though like honestly become coming from a producer to an artist because there's a lot of different things from that perspective that you don't even think about or care about like you have to like think about your image and yeah. who you want to appeal to what you want your voice to be and who what kind of artist you want to be and who you want to make music for and all that stuff and that's a whole that's a whole thing in itself so I can see it's it can be a struggle for somebody who's only used to just going to the studio making beats and stuff or just like you know only working with other artists but having to go and do like a video shoot is a whole different thing yeah you know yeah it's probably easier to go the other way to be an artist to then decide to dabble in producing because there's no there's no stage to mess up on or for people to judge because you can just Mm -hmm. and that's really how i got like i started as a producer before i started (laughs) rapping and i just didn't have anybody to rap on my beats Mm -hmm. so i was like well (laughs) shit i guess i'm gonna do it but I was scared like I didn't want to have to make those decisions like you can reinvent yourself as a producer every day like today I make this type of music today I make this type once you're public facing it's out of your hands a little bit more Mm -hmm. like you you have it's a back and forth with the public you're not just working with the artists you're not just working with the labels like you're outside people know you and you've got to kind of hold yourself you got to keep your branding at least a little consistent or people are going to lose you yeah What's been the most frustrating part for you as far as like now having to be an art, like a part you didn't have to carry a, care about as a producer that you now have to care about as an artist? Um, I think exactly what I was just talking about. Uh, I was kind of projected a little bit, but, um, you know, just really trying to figure out who I like, what audience I want to appeal to, what kind of artist I want to be, what kind of space I want to live in, you know, and um, how how will the music that I'm making apply to like real life? Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's just the nuances because you know you can make a good song, but are you gonna make a good song for a certain occasion or like you can you can like anybody will can hear a song and be like, oh, that's a good song, but am I going to listen to it or is there a reason for me to listen to it? You know, like is this a song that I'm gonna work out to? Is this a song that I'm going to play like when I'm pre gaming? Yeah, I guess yeah. you now you have to think now outside of yourself Mm -hmm. as opposed to it was just like oh i'm making this because this is what i'm feeling yeah but now you have to make stuff on account like okay well what would somebody want who's feeling this yeah you have to think outside the music and yeah i think that's that's a really big challenge uh just with somebody who's just like whose life is just so encompassed in music and i'm talking about me but you know just uh but you know everything like music is just like my language but that's not the language that everybody speaks however there is ways to communicate from music into real life and you really have to start to learn that's a whole different language in itself honestly yeah I think. what about the business aspect of it uh i guess what about the business aspect <laughs> of it well I, I guess what's your overall opinion because just yesterday we had uh seven on here okay yeah, yeah. uh and you know he was telling us you know he's he's best, basically been like knee deep in the industry for the past like two years and he's jaded he's like it's <laughs> It's terrible. Everybody's out to get you. Like, like mm-hmm. it's it's awful. 
Yeah. What has your experience been like? Man, um, it is it is really difficult. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's you definitely have to play the game. You have to be, you know, it's very political, and there are, um, you know, people like, especially when you're coming up, people aren't going to like really, you know, I guess they're not, they're not going to treat you according to you know your talent they'll treat you more so according to how important they are to you i mean to them mm-hmm. like and so uh a lot of time I'm, i've been um on the producer side i've been really like struggling to get paid for the beat for my beats like and not just like you know oh these people won't pay for beats but like we're f- like filling out the contracts and stuff like that and we're, I'm still waiting like months and months on end to get paid. Yeah. So, um, but you know, that's just that's happened on multiple occasions, and you know, definitely gotta have a legal team. Shout out my lawyer. Um, yeah, and, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and um, just to make sure you know th- those things still get taken care of, because thinking like, dang, if I didn't even have a lawyer, God, I probably wouldn't get paid for anything. Yeah. Type shit, like, cause the way, the, like, yeah, they just don't, they don't really care. But you gotta. At the end of the day, you got to remember what's driving you for sure, you know, and you have to be able to like look past all that and or be able to move past all of that. Mm-hmm. It's because you're you're looking forward to something that's beyond that. It's not these little like little humps or these these certain times like people acting a certain way or not really fucking with you. It's not going to be like that forever. Like there's going to be a point in time where, you know. All of these people are going to like, you know, be dying to like want to do business with you. Yeah. But um, right now you just got to like sit it, sit and eat it and really just like understand your worth and, you know, and really take note. Like if somebody is really like if somebody is acting this way right now, they're showing their true colors because like that's how they really feel. So you just got to remember like, oh, that's how that person is or this is how these people move. So, like, I mean, you just got to take that into account. And that's not against anybody in person. Like, that's not even against those people that move that way because some people just don't know, mm-hmm. you know. And some people also, some people are just naturally assholes. But um, sometimes you got to deal with those assholes. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so very rarely about, like, any one moment, mm-hmm. right? It's not, it like, if you get hung up, like, you miss the forest for the trees yeah. type <laughs> of shit. Like, mm-hmm. you're just... I don't know. I've had, uh, like, I've got some friends that have been working. They've, like, they just got one sample cleared uh, for, I think it's like a Pivot Gang song. Oh, shit. Um, and then he plays guitar. And he's, like, they were working with another guy from France. Like, they recorded the whole album and they were just, like, waiting to get paid. Mm-hmm. Three months went by. He just disappeared on him. Like, they oh, did, like, man. the whole project. They never sent it to him, at least. But, like, he just up and disappeared, decided. I guess we're not running with this anymore. Damn. And like, it fucking sucks. And you can let things like, like you can let things get in your way if you mm-hmm. let them. Uh, but it's not about any of those moments. Like none of those moments are going to make or break your career one way or the other. It's, yeah. it's, it's the collective. It's the, it's the, what the momentum, the trend. Like yeah. it's not, if you get focused on one thing, you get stuck. Yeah. Mm hmm. Much, yeah. Shit's crazy. Much different tone than our seven conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he was very he had a very lot of stuff he had to get off his chest. Yeah. I guess, but I guess it gets like that. And you know, you kind of like you said, you kind of just gotta 
take it on the chin sometimes and be yeah. like now i wanted to ask you this this is how i you know tie together your story and ask questions at the same time mm-hmm. now i know that you know you went to europe for a while mm-hmm. to perform with kenny and you know all those type of things so in that did you come into contact with a lot of like other musicians and acts from these places did i uh we ran to like we f- we met this one artist in um in paris who's from out there and he was really really cool mm-hmm. yeah but um but like we were mostly kind of like doloing it for the most well actually i did meet some artists like we met i met all right so i met an artist in um that one artist in paris and I'm, we met another artist and um <laughs> all right i'm thinking about all the artists now. like it's, it's kind of yeah I, i'm realizing dang i never really even thought about it but yeah i met a couple of artists in london too mm-hmm. um and but, but just on some like random shit the um only artists that we met like that were like i don't know it was kind of weird like because we the first show we did in europe was ro- rolling loud portugal mm-hmm. in our flight to portugal we uh it was um babyface ray was on that flight and moray wow and um we went to uh when we got to our like to the bags like the baggage claim in portugal uh like they didn't have our bags like so we're just waiting in the like in the line to talk to the people with moray and we're just chopping it up with him because he lost all his bags too and shit wow and yeah so that was a crazy shit because my my turntables like my like my dj board was in my bag so like i didn't have my turntable that whole trip had wow. to use like the venues uh where did they end boards. up uh they i ended up getting them mm-hmm. but uh so we we flew from atlanta to miami then we flew from miami to paris then from paris to portugal wow all, all like that's the whole trip and so mm-hmm. our bags they made it to paris but they didn't make it to portugal with us and then when um we like we had like a two-day turnaround from when we got to portugal to go back to paris so we we're really telling them like please like leave our bags in paris but they ended up sending our bags to a whole different airport in portugal when we got to paris so we we're just like fuck it just like if you can send them to london when we get there but yo like you know, it, we didn't even get them, get them back till like after we got back to atlanta and they just sent them back to atlanta Flying gives me anxiety for things like that. And the Lisbon <laughs> airport's like really rough, especially if you're coming in from France. Like, mm-hmm. like my girlfriend came to see me in Portugal mm-hmm. over the summer and lost. Like she had a, she was flying New Orleans to Miami to Paris mm-hmm. to Lisbon, and they lost her bags in Charles yeah. de Gaulle. Yeah, we didn't even fly. And, yeah, we didn't even fly into Lisbon. We flew into a, a different airport into maybe Faro. Yes, yeah, Faro. Yeah. yeah, we flew into Faro. Yeah, and that was yeah. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I brought up you bringing like meeting other artists because I wanted to ask like you know we talk about this you know the way the business is done and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with seven, you know, with Joe being living in Portugal and stuff, a lot of times I think we look at everything from like this American way of like no, this is For how sure. business is done. This, that, and this. So I was gonna ask like while you were over there, did you see like just a different mood and how people went about? doing music or just going about the business of music or like the venues did you notice the the way the venues treated you was different all right so um it's it's weird because the venue in paris reminded me so much of the music room interesting it it was like damn near like a clone of the music room Mm -hmm. almost but um but it was i don't know it was really cool like i don't know like they're just 
I don't know. It's 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 hard to tell because um, I don't know. The they all felt pretty like similar, you know, to American like how shit was run. But in Amsterdam, I will say that sound guy was the best sound guy. Like he like he he really saved the day because our uh, we had an auto tune pedal and our um our plug wasn't working, and so he literally made a new cable for us to like uh for t- for us to use and like just let us take it like on the road with us and nah shout out to that guy like he was like an actual like electrician yeah nah they were like he was like Am- the people in Amsterdam were really really cool like that was a crazy I'm not gonna lie that was a crazy show uh-huh. yeah <laughs> but um yeah but like as far as like business goes um I can say I can speak for like outside of music mm-hmm. um when we were in Paris like the uh things in uh on sundays are like only open from like 12 to 6 like it's they and like when when shit closes like it's closed like even both like really all over europe but like once it's closed like they might even close like a couple of like like maybe in an hour before it's supposed to close Mm -hmm. but once they say they're closed they're closed they're not they don't like they don't give a fuck about like you know trying to work to make money and shit yeah it's like yo we this is our job but like once it's over like that we're living <laughs> and that's i'd say like the biggest thing i've noticed living over there is that people really don't like the day ends and i am done like yeah. fuck this place and like not even in a like it's just i'm done if the day is over like i don't care and it'll be really frustrating we'll be trying to like throw events <laughs> at places and we'll be like we want to throw an event here and you're going to make a bunch of money and we want to start it at like eight and they're like okay but we close at five <laughs> and it's like okay but like what but like what if we could like what if you got some people to like work a night shift or whatever like what if we did that and it's just like nah sorry like we're closed at five yeah. and there, it's just so matter of fact just like yeah, the day ends and we're gone, and yeah, I was, people people don't work to live. That's one of my yeah. favorite. Or they don't things. live to work. They yeah, don't live exactly. to work. That is one of my yeah. favorite things, or I guess one of the big things I notice here is the grind culture and how much it's like, oh, we gotta push it to the because I can. And it's so funny how much like we're not used to it. Because even at my job, when I tell them like, like, oh, are you going to these meetings? I'm like, no. I'm like, why would I go to this meeting? It's not during work time. Why? Like, no, I'm not going. And they're just like confused. They're like, but, but why though? Like you need to, I'm like, it just doesn't, I don't. So it's just interesting that, that we've gotten to this place now where at least in America, where it's, it's, it's even weird to even disassociate your life and your work life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, even yeah. Considering that your work isn't your number one priority. It's not your number one defining factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not your personality. I notice when I meet people, like here when you meet people in the States, you'll end up talking about like, what do you do yeah. for hours? Like they'll never let it go. And then the, like, maybe it'll come up. They'll be like, oh, what do you do? And if you're in school, you're like, well, you know, I'm in school. And if you got a job, you're like, I got a job. And then that's it. We move <laughs> on. Like we can let it go. And I don't know, man, it, the world, the world could just be so many different ways. It could be what you want it to at any point. And so many people are just so dug in that, like, the way that things are right now is the way that they are forever and have been. And Mm. getting around, you just see, like, it isn't. Yeah. (laughs) It isn't. Yeah. You just got to see it's all from 
different perspectives and stuff. But but speaking of such, though, I know that, you know, speaking of like having to grind, I've seen you've been on the social media grind as far as like promotions and marketing and things like that. And I got to say, man, hats off to you because I hate it. I hate (laughs) personally like doing all of that. Like so when I see people who actually like excel at it or do it and actually excel at it, I'm like, hats off. So what what exactly has what has that been like now taking on this? trying to be a social media presence has it over is it taking over your life basically is what i'm asking um not really i think uh i i haven't really let it because a lot of the things i do i might do it in bulk and then um and then you know or like yeah mostly just do stuff in bulk and just create like shoot and edit like all at the same time and um just that let that be that and then now you know instagram has like the schedule post uh thing now so yeah, I, you like, put me on to that yeah so i just i kind of just schedule out my posts every now and again <laughs> lately i've been kind of like off it and um i don't know i've been kind of slipping a little bit i need to get a little better but um but i still try to be consistent and drop like post something every day um it can like i will say it does feel a little crippling at times though because it's like damn like i'm putting all this in like all of this like uh all of this energy into social media and stuff like that but you know what if that shit just closed like shuts down tomorrow you know how else will i um really connect with my fans or really get my music out there so um i've been i've been kind of like starting on the the email uh campaign thing like on my on a newsletter so i've been trying to be a little more consistent with that and also want to do more real life stuff so I mean social media like it's that like me being more active on there and posting like every day that's pretty new to me. I I didn't really do that at all last year. That's pretty uh it's a pretty like fairly new kind of thing for me. So I'm more so in experimentation mode mm-hmm. and uh and it's it's been pretty cool. Like I think like people are definitely starting to take notice and I uh sometimes I wonder damn am I like am I kind of annoying? <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but it's uh, I think I'm getting my point across because you know people a lot of times people don't check out something until they see it like seven times first. So um, I try to just stay consistent and um, but yeah, like I just wanna I do want to make sure that it's not like taking over everything that I do. Or it's not it's not I'm not putting everything in that like I want to like do promotion for like on there. That's not the only thing that I have. Because I've noticed that, like, in-person stuff, my worst concert, I've picked up more followers than, like, my best social media posts. Like, people, and they're people that come back, they interact with your shit again. Like, the social media only people, they're addicts. They're addicts at the end of the day. It's just another account that they're kind of checking up on. And when you get sucked into it, like, the world can feel really distant and, like... I I ended up feeling really isolated I spent like a month trying to do like a daily TikTok with like Just like mashups and videos And shit and like really I spent I realized like my I was just glued To my phone all day I was having no fun And then I went out and like just like Met some people and they were like oh music Cool hell yeah (laughs) like and And it's so much easier Than I guess then we're making it Like do you have a website Yeah I do you do that's Mm -hmm. I think That's the future the, yeah. the past is going to become the future. Instruments are coming back. Analog shit is coming back. Like, because people are tired of these platforms, like, mm-hmm. it's going to be, like, host shit. Like, host all your videos. Host your schedule. Host all that on your own. 
I just don't know how to drive people there yet. Mm -hmm. But I think that's like what's coming in the next couple years is like people kind of like either going to triple down on the social media shit or things are going to fracture and like go back to like internet communities and stuff, Reddit's discords. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's where we're going long term. Yeah. Because people want to meet people. They want to connect like at the end of the day. No, somebody, um, one of my homies, he, uh, I was on the phone with him and he was saying, yo, like have your fans met each other mm. and i was just like damn like that's that's kind of crazy like you like you can have a lot of fans but if they don't know each other you know there's not really like a they're not really strong i feel like a strong fan base like really communicates with each other and yeah. like understands what kind of person they are and like you know they like have some kind of com- camaraderie yeah i've heard they've called them uh, active fan bases typically like Kanye fan base, Beyonce, like it's it's an active, it's a community, it's yeah, a it's network, a, it's a thing that the moves. Barbs, yeah, like, like they are a thing that they are an entity, essentially the fan base. Like, so yeah, I think that's a a, a big thing in having like like meetups or whatever. And then you avoid what happened to like Steve Lacey, where mm-hmm. he had this really dedicated core fan base that fucked with him, and then like went super viral and had yeah. all these people that knew half a song and showed up, like knew the hook. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like if you have fans that actually know each other and actually listen to the songs, like mm-hmm. that shit doesn't happen because that shit. I mean, there were some really funny moments that came out of it. Steve handled it well, but like that yeah. shit was heartbreaking to watch because of how long he's been doing it and doing it well. Yeah. It's a cruel world. It's a really cruel world out there. <laughs> so what has been the thought process in... Well, I'm interested just from a straight up... I just want to know how you do it. Type of... Like, when, you, when you're making these rollouts, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, what, what was your inspiration or what do you have, like, a theme or what has been sort of the driving idea behind it? Or is it just... These are just creative things I want to do to, to show off. Um, Just, I guess generally uh it starts off as like you know uh what are some ideas that i have that i can use to like show off um my music in a creative way and not in a and not necessarily in a spammy kind of way yeah um and eventually it kind of all comes together just because um of like oh like i'm kind of like figuring out as like usually i'm figuring out as i go it's like oh that worked oh that what i did with that was really cool what if i you know incorporated with that with this but also you know added this element or so mm-hmm. so it's like i said i'm really in a like mode of experimentation right now and i haven't really have it all had it all figured out so really i'm just taking this shit one day at a time okay i feel and that kind of leads me to what i was going to ask about like your you know your project and everything like what what are some of the things you want people to to take away from that so um this uh ep i'm about to drop um mm-hmm. it's called two hearts Mm-hmm. And um, this is really more like an R&B project. And I'll just say this is slated to come out like summer. Yeah. Yeah. May. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think, um, I guess what, what am I trying to get people to take? I guess like the my more, uh, I guess, softer side. Like I really fuck with like, you know, I fuck with the idea of love. You know, I, <laughs> the uh, idea of it. Yeah. I really fuck with the idea of love. Like I, I can't really say that um, like... I would love to be a romantic um and uh but I just I don't think I've really like tapped into that part of myself enough yet uh-huh. to really say that oh yeah I'm like you know I'm a very romantic person but I really love like the idea of it and um like just somebody you know being head over heels and um and really just like having feelings for somebody I think that's uh I think that's really really cool just because like you know 
I think um I felt that with like music, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but and so like being able to feel that for another person, I think that's really cool. And so I like I like writing from that perspective, and I think my production really like fits that. Okay, that vibe a lot too. So, do you think you've been in love before? Yeah, I was gonna dig because yeah. this yeah. is really interesting. You're yeah, like, the I knew. Idea I, I knew. It sounds cool. I knew this was coming. <laughs> so, um, I can say that I, I feel like I have. Mm. You know, I feel like I have, but um, I don't think it's it lasted. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think it lasted. Why do you feel that way? Um, it just kind of dwindled away, and I, you know, I think um. Like I think it was kind of well, maybe it wasn't like. Well, yeah, because better say better question. Why do you think what you felt was love? Why do you think that was you were in love with this person? Because like every time I thought I've been in love, mm-hmm. then it ended, and the next time I was in love, I was like, oh, that last shit was like <laughs> yeah. I didn't even realize like it could be like this layer, like yeah, this yeah, yeah. layer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think maybe it's just because it was like new. Maybe just like I think the newness of it was really like um really sparked it and it was like you know oh damn i never like felt like this before mm-hmm. um but uh yeah like i don't know it's as i've been getting more into like because i realized i was a i was an angry person and i've been letting <laughs> love into my life more and realizing when you open yourself up to like non-romantic love as mm-hmm. well yeah. like there's there's love i feel with tyrone there's love mm-hmm. i feel with my friends there's love like i literally feel it from the fucking trees and nature and shit like just you feel it in music you feel it like i don't know i, I but i realized i was very closed off and like i was scared to admit that i wanted to feel it and and as soon as i opened it up i realized because that was like i romantic love was the love that i understood i was like Mm -hmm. that's one i can conceptualize and if i wasn't actively in love with somebody i was like well it's kind of shitty out here like (laughs) and and opening myself up to just feel i don't know man just feel the universe around you yeah Mm -hmm. if you feel it pushing back i don't know yeah is this religion is this what religious people talk about <laughs> maybe because I, I, I realize i speak about love the same way a lot of people speak about jesus well they say god and, is love right yeah, yeah exactly so crazy goes hand in hand so yeah so why do you feel like you haven't you haven't had a lot of experiences in it why do you feel like it's been so elusive towards you huh i guess my mind hasn't really been like focused on it I think um, I've like kind of looked at it more as an idea rather than an experience more so like for the majority of my life so far. Um, I think like I've been so preoccupied with, uh, you know, just what I do, you know, the American mindset, just my job, my yeah, job, yeah. you know, and all that. And so uh, I guess, um, yeah, just a lot of that. And um, I hadn't really, you know, yeah, I just kind of been without it for a long time mm-hmm. like i guess romance rather not love like, yeah but- <laughs> I, 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 I have like you know i have a i'm surrounded by a lot of love right like, like thank god like yeah I, I love all my homies i love my mom I love my family i love like i got a lot of love around so but um and maybe that like plays into it like you know i didn't feel like i like that was really missing out of my life um but yeah, but no, nah, I'm definitely over to it though. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess I would ask then. So, where do you feel like your inspiration then is coming from with these softer side songs? Like, where are you pulling from to to express these ideas of love about? I guess maybe it is just like my like kind of like that deep down. Like deep down, I do still want that, mm-hmm. and um, I still want to experience that. 
and I've been um and that's like kind of me expressing it you know in that kind of in in the way that I best know how to express myself yeah and um also I yeah I just really love like I really love the energy that comes from that kind of or I really love yeah I really love the music and you know the feeling that comes from those kind of vibes you know and um yeah I think it's I just it just it's just really emotional and I that's what I like I really fuck with like emotion you just want to feel yeah I just want to feel <laughs> I'm a Pisces I feel it <laughs> I'm glad you broached the subject too because I realized we've really only had one other this is episode 35 mm-hmm. and other than Timothy Isaiah we really haven't talked about love on this show oh, man. like yeah we talk about we complain a lot <laughs> we spend a lot of time complaining we talk about just dreams <laughs> and whatever music process but I'm glad this we could we could swing through love today yeah um, because we need more the world would be better if people sat on the porch more man just like go literally yesterday we were talking about just go give your neighbor a hug like (laughs) yeah be be the love that you want to exist in the world Uh, definitely and and that shit comes back to you it's really cool i look forward to hearing this and i look forward to hearing the next r&b album when you like when you've gone through the love oh yeah boat a couple times and then you can come back and be like, all right, this is what I learned and this is how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah, I'll probably have like a way more jaded like look out on it. And then people will love it. People exactly. love to see you hurt for some reason. Nah, so. it's, it's emotion. It's there like, you go. It's, it's a really. They sh- want to feel. It's a strong emotion. Like people love strong emotions. Sometimes like I think uh, when people like people, some people don't like happy songs because they can kind of sense that it's like kind of like a facade sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like it's not really like, oh, you're just trying to force happiness. Yeah. When, you know, real happiness is like, it's it's not really like, it's not very, it's not the most intense emotion to me. You mm-hmm. know, it's not. And mainly because I think, you know, some people feel it like faintly mm-hmm. or it's, it's kind of like a. You know, for some people, it's a default, you know, depending on how your upbringing was like, you know, oh, you you're supposed to be happy, you know. And so it kind of feels it kind of I guess maybe it might numb itself out like, oh, yeah, regular happiness. I felt it so much that, you know, it's not something that, you know, I get a strong like reaction out of or a strong feeling from anymore or something. It's not, you know, it doesn't overtake me anymore. So what makes you feel today? Uh, what makes me, music for sure? <laughs> I'm talking. About, I always talk about music, but um, I would say like adventure, exploring new shit. Like um, yeah, I really like, I I really like being in places that I've never been before. Like I like, I love it when I'm like driving and I'm I just go down a street I've never been down before and I like find like a you know see a part of the city that I've never seen before, which is very rare because I've been fucking everywhere in this city. But um, but yeah, just seeing like. Oh damn! This is this this is how the trees grow over here, yeah. or you know, this is like these. They, this is how the rocks are built and shit like that. Like and just little shit like that. I think just seeing new things that makes me feel a lot. We saw that big giant Buddhist temple the other day coming back from. Uh, do you know the one? It's oh, like is it like the Hindu temple? Like is it like white? No, it's oh. this huge, colorful yeah, like where we were coming. We from. were coming from uh, J- the shoot with Jelani. Oh, oh we were yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that we, shit is crazy. Yeah, we were driving down the highway. I'd never seen that. It just all of a sudden, there's this enormous, yeah. enormous thing, man. I love like you though said something interesting where you, like people don't want 
they like it when you're sad they like like they yes. like they want yes. you to be sad and mm-hmm. i feel there's a good like it's an important reason to like actually be a person to your fan base like mm-hmm. connect with them because i hear like so and so will go through like a breakup or like some celebrity goes through a breakup and the fans will be online like ooh the album we're about to get is gonna be crazy yeah. like, that fucking sucks yeah like you're going through the worst shit in your life and people are like ah finally like his life is in crisis like it's been this happy bullshit for three years yeah. like finally yeah, yeah, yeah. like we're gonna get a crying album and yeah that's just I don't know man I don't know like that just seems it's, it's just a really strong emotion you know I feel like it's and also it's also it can feel isolating so when you feel like you know somebody else can be sad with you it's like oh it's a little comforting misery loves company exactly yeah 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 that's very true so when do you what what was i gonna say (laughs) i do remember so you're saying like you like exploring you like being in different places but i was gonna say does that also extend to different situations and do you like being in uncomfortable and different situations that you've never been in before as well um I definitely don't mind it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I uh I think um like, you know, being in different rooms, working with different people. I think yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, I think it applies to a lot of different stuff. Like, I try I like trying new foods. Mm-hmm. I um I love going to do new cities. I love like um yeah, just seeing seeing new artists perform, shit like that. Um and yeah, just I I yeah, I think cuz there's just always I think there's just always like, you know, damn there's always something out there that I haven't experienced that might be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I think that's that really keeps me on my toes. When you're in, like, if you're in a new city, mm-hmm. what do you like to, like, what's the first thing you like to do? do you, are you like to just walk around and look? Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah, nah, I, um, I love to walk. I, I'm a walker for sure. Like, I remember, um, when we were in Paris, I, um, I didn't have a, I didn't have internet for like the longest or for like for the first couple of days yeah. just because like I didn't want to uh, pay the like the data fee and um, which ended up not really even being that expensive. But uh, so I, and I ended up turning it on later on. But like the last day where I didn't have it, though, I um I was supposed to be meeting Kenny at the store um, with his uh, with the rest of his team. And because uh, I stayed at the hotel. And so I walked up to the store and when i got there like nobody was there and um i uh i was like trying to hit hit up the wi-fi but the wi-fi was just like a little spotty or whatever so um i was just like you know what this is a really nice area i'm just gonna walk and then i see like the eiffel tower in the uh in the distance and i'm like i'm gonna walk there (laughs) and so i just start walking towards the eiffel tower and it was just it was so beautiful i loved walking in paris and um yeah i ended up my phone was about to die and shit and i nobody knew where i was and luckily right next to the eiffel tower is the uh, american library and so uh so i'll go in there everybody speaks english and i can use their internet and um yeah they let me use their internet and i got in contact and they're like what the where the fuck are you like shit like that and yeah they call me uber and yeah yeah that was cool though luckily the eiffel tower is a good landmark yeah Yeah. for sure yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so what was it like how much like personal interaction did you have like with you said you played it rolling loud mm-hmm. how much did you deal with the booking company like with oh. these big festival type shits have Man. you dealt with them yet uh i me personally i have not i know um i know some people at like kenny's booking company but um and other than outside of a couple of conversations like nah i'm never really like you know dealt with them for real okay <laughs> 
heard horror stories? Yeah, just I don't know. I mean, you hear things on Twitter, like oh, shit. Every yeah, yeah, I don't know. Just like <laughs> I know. Actually, I'm not even gonna launch into it because I'd love okay. to play with them someday. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, just I don't know. Just hearing, circling back to an earlier thing with people just like begging to get paid, like having to beg to get paid for a performance you've done, mm-hmm. uh, or being told like you need to be in this place and then like you get there and like there is nothing lined up for you, like they're not expecting you, like yeah, all right. But if you if you if you haven't like actually had to deal with them yet, like congrats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, let's see. Last question before okay. I get you out of here. I wanna I wanna kind of. Get some get a little personable with you. So right. considering you, you know, going on this softer side, I want you to tell me when is the last time you got your heart broken? And what <laughs> and what and what did you learn from it? Man, um I haven't really like had my heart broken for real, for real, since like high school. And you're in um, for a road then, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nah, like that was like every everything else has been kind of like it's kind of just been like dwindled, like mm-hmm. kind of just. But uh, high school though, I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a very it was a very new experience, like you know, caring about somebody like that, and then um, you know, realizing that you know the circumstances wouldn't allow you to to you know be who you wanted like that relationship to be and um yeah it's just it's it can be real confusing for sure i think that's the biggest thing that it was it was just like damn why like what like yeah it was um but you definitely gotta have like your coping mechanisms i would say from like for me like i think just uh, this is probably like my 50th time mentioning music but like listening to music really helped me out and um also just walking too i like i used to love walking and so like long walks and listening to music and really just like kind of allow just giving myself like time with myself was really cool i really fuck with that oh yeah beautiful beautiful Joe, you want to talk about your heartbreak? No, I'm just kidding. We don't have, we don't have, we don't have, we don't have the time. We don't have the time. Okay. Uh, well, David, we've made it to the end here. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we like to do here is we like to we like to book in things here. So you know, we we started with a little freestyle here, and we're going to end with one for sure. So, but this time I'm going to need a little bit of your help. All so right. basically, I want you to give me three words or topics or ideas or whatever that you feel best encapsulates the the conversation that we've had here today okay. and then i'm gonna try to incorporate that into our to our little thing so so t- so what do you what do you think okay um well definitely love for sure love okay um, can't go wrong with that one uh um people people <laughs> that's really broad damn okay uh but uh let you me- can you can change it if you want okay yeah i'm gonna change it all okay. right we got love we got paris Paris, okay, and um, I guess uh, new experiences, new experiences, yeah, okay. Typing that in over there, and that sounds like a movie. That sounds like a movie generator, like love, Paris, Paris. and new experiences. Yeah, it's definitely (laughs) a bunch of movies have been written from those three words, right? Uh, Ah, this be just hard. Okay. Oh yeah, I guess we got to get a what 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 uh trying to think what type beat should we do over that? Who's a It's who's funny this is an ambient Kenny Mason type beat with host. 75 views. That's hilarious. No, this beat is crazy. And he did the first beat that we opened with um 
oh shit that was on the other tab he did um the first person you mentioned furtis mm-hmm. he started he popped up because he was the furtis type beat oh and so he's he also making kenny mason type beats that's crazy what's his name uh felix herring felix herring let me see what up. yeah let me see what's up with him this is hard okay but what kind of what I'm kind trying, of beat? trying to think who's somebody who oh made, he's from atlanta too swear yeah oh wow look at that that's crazy might have our next a guest for next season <laughs> um Hmm. I'm gonna put this one in the save for later. Who's an artist I feel like makes kind of give me give me a Nelly type beat. Okay, Ooh. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's somebody. You know, he kind of he kind of made songs for the ladies. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Or even like T Pain. Ooh, T Pain. It's funny, the third thing was the Travis Porter future type beat that we used yesterday. That's hilarious. Uh, okay, I got a Nelly one here. Three minutes long from Jeepsy Jim. Okay, let's see what that's sounding like. Okay, let me let me pause this one. Here we go. Let's see when, what they talking about. Okay. Mm. Which Nelly is this? <laughs> I guess it's... Uh, with me. Yeah. Okay. That'll have some young boys to it. <laughs> Love Paris and new experiences, or or do you wanna? Uh, let's see what else we got. Let's see what. All right. Let's see what else. Okay. I forgot. There's like a million Nelly bags. So. Okay. Here. What about like a Nelly X Chingy 2000s rap? Okay. Ooh, okay. Okay. <laughs> this beat is called Right There. Uh, okay. I'm fucking with this. It's kind of hard. Uh, uh, okay. Mm, okay. All right. I'll, I'll rock with it. Okay. Love, Paris, new experiences. Uh, okay. Okay. So. What I'm gonna do, I'm gonna give myself something new Been someplace that I never been before Open the curtains cause this here's an encore Encores, I yell for So I'm about to give y'all some more So let's go, I go switch the flow I go tell these people where we gonna go Out in Paris, or maybe Tokyo Cause they don't know, I got the flow we go uh, I keep it going they know I'm finna give them another showing. Uh, I go and do a little dance. I step over the border, you can see me in France. But don't look surprised. You can go and get cooked like I make some fries. I'm that guy, I'm that wise. Don't need a mask, no disguise. Uh, I'm right in front of your face. I'm about to go and open and close this case. Uh, it come from up above. When it comes to music, I got the love I got a dub, that means I got 20 Turn it up, I'm about to feel like 50 In the city, getting real jiggy Take it to the beginning, it's like we getting silly No VIC, I'm the MVP On your TV screen, that's where they see Me be the greatest, no need to go debate it I'm feeling myself like I no need to finish the line because they know when I come through I'm really sublime uh, They look in my face, I tell that they jelly I hop over the beats that's made by Nelly Or maybe Chingy, I get a little springy Came on this 
diddle diddy like a little paradiddle uh i got rhymes a pair of riddles uh it's like i got skittles uh i don't know i've never been here before okay I don't know where I'm gonna go. Okay. I'll do it then. I think I'll do it that way. I'll think I'll go around the store and I'll do it that way. Hey. hey. It's new. It's new. I think I'm in love. I don't know what to do. What to do? Pop the bottles, release the doves. Put them on, it fits like a glove. Mmm. Mm. Mm. This shit's a new experience. Uh huh. Mmm. I know you know we're hearing it. Hey. You know they're feeling it. Hey. You know they're killing it. Hey. We're going in mixed table for the limited. Ah. Uh, doesn't mean it doesn't meet the line. Uh-huh. Hey, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fine. I'll do the time. Okay, okay. I'm going in. We're going off to Paris. You know they can't stand me. I'm scaring all your parents. I'm scaring hey, yeah. mascara. You know they can't stand me. You go around town. You know they can't hand me the shit again. I think I'm gonna drop it. I found it in my pocket. Put that shit in a locket. I'm in love. Uh. There's 10 seconds left. Okay. <laughs> uh, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Woo! Yeah. There you have it. There you have it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Please, please, please. You're too kind. 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 <laughs> David, thank you again, my man, for coming by. Oh, of course means so much to me. It's always a pleasure. Every time we get together, every time I see you, like I said, all you guys, you, David, Jelani, Kenny, all you guys, every time I see you, it's elevation, and it's just inspiration for me as well. So I commend you for doing what you do. Uh, I guess the last thing here for you, though, um, let the people know what you got coming up in the upcoming future. Where can they find you, your work, all that good stuff? Like Mm -hmm. I said, I think this episode is probably slated to come out like summertime june ish okay so so the the ep is already out yeah 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 so (laughs) so my ep two hearts is already out you'll probably be able to find it on my website which is dvdx.one and um yeah you can find me on instagram twitter at dvdx underscore unless some by some miracle uh the person who owns at dvdx has given it up by then so uh but <laughs> hopefully but nah I, I i don't know but david x just dvdx underscore and um yeah that's that's where i'm at and you can find my music everywhere at dvdx joe yeah you know what time it is in the description of the video there's gonna be a link with all the beats that you heard today every single one except for this one which was produced by jelani yeah. but uh aside from that you heard the shit that we were playing today like go look these people up I know you have friends that make music. Go to their show. I know you have friends that make art. Go to their pop-ups. I know you have friends that make clothes. Go buy that shit. You want to wear designer? Your friends are designers. Uh, spread some love. Spend some money with your friends. Uh, I'll have an album out at the time when this shit's out as well. That was fun. Now what? Available everywhere. I think that's everything. Tyrone, take us home. Okay. Well... Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for us over here at the Mixed Table. Once again, I want to thank David X for coming here and being such the great guest that he is. I want to thank Joe for doing what he does on the ones and twos. And of course, I want to thank all of you for tuning in here with us. Whether you're listening or watching, we're just happy you could be here with us. So tune in next time where we're going to have somebody sitting in David X's seat and we're going to be mixing it up. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen.